hi guys welcome back to mental wealth podcast and thank you very much for the feedback that we have received for the past two episodes that we, that we have done we are really happy that you guys are engaging with us and today we are here again with another episode as per usual my name is Lillian and I am with Derek Were Asante sana karibu Derek Uh, before you tell us how your valentines was <laughs> i just i just want to introduce the topic that we're going to talk about today and we have a guest she'll introduce herself but today we want to talk about toxic relationships romantic relationships to be specific uh, we want to to understand what is a toxic relationship what is it how do you know you're in a toxic relationship how does it feel to be in a toxic relationship. So that's what we want to talk about. But before we continue I want to give our guest an opportunity to introduce herself. She is an amazing young lady. She has how do I even describe her? You just know she's bomb and you're going to love this episode. That's what I can promise you. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi guys. My name is Victory Mugambi or Vicky Mugambi on Instagram. Please and thanks. Yes, I am also a podcaster but uh, <clears throat> a dormant one. Very dormant. <laughs> very <laughs> very dormant podcaster. Yes, and I'm also friends with Lilian <coughs> and Derek and I'm honored and privileged to be among the guests in this podcast. So thank you guys for having me. Karibu sana. We are really privileged to have you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I want to start by asking you guys We are still in the month of love by the way. So I wanted to know how was your Valentines? I will start with Derek. You know, ladies are the majority in the house, so <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> But anyway, sawa, mimi Valentine yangu, I think I was talking to you that evening. Nilipata kama I needed to do some clean up, kusafisha nyumba, to wash my clothes that evening. Uh, I had I I I expected I would probably go out on a date. maybe one of my friends but days to valentine i think i don't know what happened i don't know whether my pockets were thinking different or uh i don't know or maybe i just didn't have the vibe yeah but i i, I was just so you canceled a date i didn't cancel i didn't communicate i i, I knew i i would pick one of my friends and we go out but oh, i didn't communicate with female or friend. male preferably male female sorry oh, so i didn't okay. contact any so It means I didn't cancel it. ยอสเซนเดนวิลิเทซาเซอาตาคุเซมาอาตาซิคุเซมาเยอะโซเอ่อยูเดอิลกัวไลค์เอเวรี่เอเวรี่วันเอเวรี่วันเอเวรี่ว
I saved money, you guys. That's wow. the highlight. It seems there's something we are not getting. It seems like our listeners and me are in the in the dark. Which dark? No, no, no. There's something. Vicky, is you going to Ask what you want to ask. Okay, guys. Why did you have to study? <laughs> I don't have anyone that I am claiming or anyone that can claim me at this moment. So these things were done with just people that in my, are my in my life. One said they value my friendship. The one who sent me money said they valued my friendship. And they wanted me to enjoy Valentine's Day. Yes, and the other one just sent wow. a gift. I, 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 my question would be, the Mpesa messages was directly from their phones. You know you have watched Tina Swindler. Huh. How somebody else's money was being used to cater for another person's bills. So I hope the message was reading the name of the person who was calling to say yes yes it was the name of the person who was wishing me a happy birthday yeah but yeah i had a good those all those were unexpected because as you know i didn't expect anything yeah, yeah so it was a good day it it was a good day yeah wow Madam Mugambi, victory. Victory. <laughs> Tell us about your Valentine's. It was magical. Wow, wow. you guys. Magical. <laughs> explain the magic. Let me let me explain to you all. So a good sis has been single for four years. Um. What a degree? Eh, mimi na degree yangu na relationship kibi graduate. Okay, me okay whatever. But I've been single for quite a while, so I'd never celebrated. Valentine's or my birthday or my pastor's birthday when we are together, if that makes sense. So this was the first thing that has happened to me. I'm in a relationship and I'm very happy. Wow! Congratulations! I'm so happy. I'm so happy. happy. Shout out to you, babe. Yes, it has been years. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, babe. Um, Yeah, so I'm in a relationship, a very happy and healthy one. Shout out to him, man. We are Big we are we are happy mm. and and Great proud. Guy. Yes, I, I, I met him and I tell he he's a cool guy. Cool really guy. Cool. How so did I miss the party? It, it wasn't a party. They met because I'd come to pick something from the office and Derek was in the office and I was in the other side of the road. So um. I mean later. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, yes. So it was magical in the sense of like if being loved the way you want to always be loved and openly has never happened to you before and it happens to you for the first time like you don't think of anything else because first of all you have nothing to compare it to you basically it was just the first time but it was it was such a beautiful beautiful day but according to him things didn't go as he had planned so in my head i'm like if things had gone he had planned then i don't know what i'd be saying what did he do for you so we of course ate um we had pizza been our favorite meal Uh, oh you like pizza uh, but see a pizza in (coughs) just (coughs) just we are sorry yeah to 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 my upgrade kidoko we we thank god yes we do (laughs) (laughs) We 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 had pizza um then we had cocktails and then we he went and bought me flowers 
but being a very picky person, I kind of like guided him because I'm not the roses. I don't like roses. Mm. Ah. It's just too cliche. So, and I just don't. I, I, first of all, I don't like flowers themselves, but I like like specific ones. So, how can I drop me as in a car? So, I guided him on how to buy them. So, at what point do you do this? Because I feel like people, you know, when it comes to gifting, and this is a question I had. Mm. For people who are celebrating Valentine's Day, do you buy each other gifts and then have like a gift exchange yeah. ceremony, mm-hmm. or do you tell your someone what you want them to get for you? How do you do it? Ama monyetuwa na guzo na roho anunue gifts. I I feel like personally for the both of us we had like a discussion of what we would want. So males like this is what I'd want. Males like okay this is what I'd want. But then again. Gifts are my biggest love language. They are not for him. So him necessarily is just like okay, kusabuna unanifanya chata mini taje. Like your love perspective, like a stereotype. So for him, this not being his biggest love languages, he was mostly catering to me. And now I had to like guide him. It's like okay, this 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 is how I'd want this to look or. I'm faking that you like it. I like it. So even with the thing even of, of the bouquet, like we had to go together and now like I would now instruct the florist. No, I want them to look in a particular way. So for him it was just like okay, now I know how you'd want your flowers. You get? Yeah. Because it's not like he's bought flowers before, but those were just like okay, here yeah, are your flowers. Yeah. Like he didn't know we weren't in a relationship then. But now when now we we in a relationship, like he was very keen to learn from me. So that's what happened. Like Kulukwana a lot of so that's how we personally did it. Yeah. I mean, and it worked. Wow. It worked. But it wow. was it was such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And you call it magical. Yes. Wow. I think what yes. I like about what Vicky has just said, she paints a picture of a relationship where communication is streamlined. Yes. And we will have another chance to talk about healthy relationships. But here, right now, we're here for the toxic. Toxic. <laughs> for the ghetto. Yeah. For those of us who have gone to KICD. For the Kenya, Kenya School of Curriculum. Character, 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 character Development. So that's... Can that's, I, that's, that's <laughs> Alliance. Can can I, Alliance is the 254. Yani, that's what we are here to discuss. And we want to talk about our experiences and what we know mm. about toxic relationships. And I was talking to my brother before he came here, and I was asking, I was telling him, you know, today in our podcast, we're going to talk about toxic relationships. I told him, I asked him, what views do you have about, what can you say about toxic relationships? And he told me that if you don't like somebody, let them go. That's what he told me, like, from either side, either you're being the, you're the victim or the aggressor. If you don't like somebody, let them go. That's what he told me. But just to start, I want to know, you guys, have you been in toxic <sighs> relations? Please refresh your question. <laughs> how many relationships Dennis, how, many many toxic, toxic, <laughs> how many toxic relationships have you yeah, been yeah. in? Maybe from the time I was born. <laughs> <laughs> With your parents. <laughs> but I, I think, Lord. before we started recording, I, I told Lillian, I have found myself Toxic in toxic relationships, relationships. Mm. Mm. that I I I realized later I, I, my 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 childhood environment was toxic, mm. so myself I was toxic, mm. I was attracting toxic environment and toxic people, so I always ended up attracting 
toxic partners yeah so nilika metupeleka mbio there's well, been a lot of toxic attracting toxic, toxic, toxic in toxic <laughs> now let in me ask you a specific people. question how do you attract toxic people you attract what toxic is that? people or i what was attracting toxic people mm-hmm. because it was familiar mm-hmm. you know you attract what is familiar True. if you have been brought up in a family sometimes where violence is the word of the day the high likelihood if you're not one interacting with others others outside and you've not learned love, love is spread in a different way you are highly likely to find love and to be happy with a person who is violent to you yes you know so i was from that background mm. so until anytime i would see somebody who is healthy or is genuine i would always consider them toxic and okay. people who are toxic they're not genuine with me they want to manipulate me and every other thing those are my your type of that the type of partners i was yeah. chasing after okay yeah i have thank you for that i have another question and i think this is last week because you see i feel like right now we throw this word toxic around mm. yes. and some people don't Very even casual. know what it means yeah. Yeah. because all of us are human beings and all of us are imperfect mm. so vicky tell us what is this toxic what is toxic what does it mean if my if my boyfriend or my someone or my partner does something bad for me today if he doesn't call me today and he means he he should tell me good night before he sleeps mm-hmm. is it toxic <laughs> no <laughs> first of all i ah, that's i would i would say toxicity is subjective to until a particular level first of all if you're in a abusive verbally physically emotionally and what what other level and mentally if you're in that type of relationship in itself that's already toxic what i would say is subjective is how you better to say like if if you're used to a particular environment and then you I get into for instance there was a guy that get into a relationship with you and some things i saw my parents do and i think it's okay then when i'm with you i expect you to do that so i haven't yet identified that they are wrong things that I'm saying like it's it varies from person to person until a certain point where the standard is if there's manipulation or intention even to manipulate if there's physical abuse where you're being beaten you're being slapped and this is this is happening even to both sexes both males both females where your emotions are not even being recognized because that's very key when i say i am mad i don't need to tell me you'll stop being mad i need you to or you ask why are you mad yes like i am mad in itself either give me time to deal with my emotions or just sit there and know that i am mad you get my point like validate yes feelings. validate my feelings that's what i would, i was looking for instead of brushing it off because it will accumulate into some alafus kumuta too it will just blow off and i was like oh but you are never like this because it's constant pile up of things so until to a certain level toxicity is is subjective so if you you think your boyfriend not calling you before you sleep is being toxic now that's up to you but let me tell you it won't work like, it won't work for you we don't yeah. there's air yeah. time time in itself maybe so, to, to uh, add on what vicky is saying uh okay toxic the layman's way what the dictionary says is something that is poisonous uh-huh. you know uh but as far as dating and relationships is concerned is a person's behavior draining your energy upsetting you you know mm. anytime you spend 
time within sometimes person. you can feel drained or their behaviors sometimes can leave you feeling like there's a gap you know mm. yeah so for example inconsistency can leave yes. you feeling so hard mm. you know mm. or even their presence there are people you spend time with like you call them you talk to them over the phone by the time you're done with that conversation you feel drained you feel like you need to re-energize yourself you, you need in fact to break before you interact with other people so that is how i can say yeah a toxic relationship is i think she has also mentioned a few things yeah I think Vicky has mentioned a lot of things that we'll come back to, but let me just add my voice to toxicity. Yeah. And for me, the way I look at toxicity, you've talked about poison, and that's what it is. And poison is something that is harmful to you. Yeah. And what happens to somebody when they take poison? What What happens to their physical body? Yeah, it does. So that's what a toxic relationship does to your emotional well-being, emotional and emotional well-being mm. and that looks like some of the things that Vicky has mentioned abuse emotional abuse neglect um manipulation things like that this is the poison that is being is 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 eroding your emotional well-being and in the end you just find that you just can't you can't handle and you can't you, you find yourself in a place maybe where you're depressed or you're anxious mm. It's because of these things that that have been happening, and the people that people or person that you have been interacting with that has been eroding your emotional well-being. So for me, I'd say anything that is unhealthy to you, especially abuse, is what we call toxic emotional mm-hmm. abuse, manipulation, sexual, sexual abuse. abuse. Those things that have an effect on your mental well-being is what we call toxic. So some of the things you have to figure out, like to what degree do you say somebody mm, is toxic? Yeah. Because me doing something once or me doing just something, like you know, anything. Like sometimes somebody doesn't meet your expectation and you're like, he's toxic. No, booze, he's not toxic. You just didn't communicate. Yeah. And that's the issue. So we need to differentiate between toxic and human beings just being work in progress. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I would agree. And Vicky talked about men and women both experiencing toxic relationships. Mm. And I know you're a woman, you'll speak for women. <laughs> but I think we need to be alive to the fact that also guys face a lot of things. Yes. A lot of relationships that that are just, you know, anybody should not go through it. I have a friend of mine who, he's a guy. He's in a very toxic relationship. I don't want to explain it because I've not asked for consent to talk about it on our show. But that paints a picture for me of how ma- how much guys suffer and they don't talk. Yeah. Derek, do you want to tell us something about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys suffer a lot. Uh, sometimes we... I we paint a picture of everything is well. Uh, I am in control of. We are all of us happy and in control of everything. To 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 just maintain the status quo. To 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 make your friends feel like you know everything is well. Uh, sometimes when you have chased this lady for a while and you know you don't want to lose them, or you are at a point where you you are struggling with other things that you will never resolve. For example, loneliness, and then you imagine. Letting somebody go, you don't you don't even put first 
they are toxic, you imagine them going and leaving a particular gap in your life. So you are like, I need to hold on. Then the, the way society, of course, has made it look like. And for me, saying society is, first of all, how men have painted it, and then some aspect of women now painting it. But the main conversation starts with men where they don't believe uh, you should come out and speak about it anytime you, you notice there is an issue, you know. And then, guys, we hardly talk about relationships. Our conversation on football, you know, party, you talk about other girls, you know. It's a conversation, rarely we talk about it. We don't want to show weakness most of the time. So, I'd say many guys are suffering. You know, good night, the whole day. Lakini, you know, you are, you are like, let me just keep it. Men, most of the time, open up when things are thick, thick, thick. thick. Mm. There is no return. That is when they realize, hey, Appa, I have to speak out. Most of the time. Hmm. It's a sad state of affairs because you, you get, especially this, this people who say, oh, type yangu need those crazy girls. Like, be aware of that notion because when you, when you start accepting that, oh, I like crazy women, what do you particularly mean by crazy women? A woman who comes and throws tantrums at your door. I the know. dramatic, yeah, like, melodramatic. You are almost Shoot. explaining me in the past. You will ask my friends, they will tell you Derek w. was chasing yes. Derek was always chasing women. You can my friends, ask somebody like Boaz, you guys know Boaz. Mm. He will tell you Derek was always looking for women who are dramatic, super dramatic. You know, okay, there is that aspect of drama, yeah. but when you're talking about super dramatic, it is beyond drama. Yeah. It is beyond the usual. These people mm, are coming drama, with the baggage. Drama, drama 2.0. You're the 7.2. <laughs> <laughs> They are coming with every other thing, so it is true. When somebody or a guy is telling you they love crazy women, crazy women, no. so what is it about now that you have been in that space? Why do you what what where that does that statement come from? It comes from your as I said earlier, how you have grown up, relating with toxic things. Oh, so you are attracted to yes, you you, you are. Do you also see this crazy women as a challenge? You would like to contain them? Yes. Uh, for us, we see them as real. Oh. Yeah, they are real. Oh, calm, genuine. collected. Lillian isn't no, real. No, no. Like, why is she calm? Like, kuna kitu wanapanga umisiana. This lady will kill me. She's a time bomb. She's a time bomb, you know. So we are like, you know, we want that vibe, you know. I, I want that noise. I remember one of my best moments when I was, you know, Derek before. Before I then. remember my ex. <laughs> We had issues, but Alinipatia Maneno, like, she was now telling verbally violent in a conversation, we were in a public space. Eh. Uh, so, to make things look okay, I was, you know, talking I was, I was like, just smiling. To make other people... To look like see, it's a joke. It's a joke, yeah. That's how I brush. Whenever I feel uncomfortable with something, and then it has already attracted people, I, I, I smile. To make others feel like it's a joke, you know. But apparently, later on, I was like, this is it. This is it. I love the vibe, you know. That in a public space. Yeah, in a public space. And I was like, I love that vibe. I think she was genuine. She was real. If she was saying I'm bad, I'm stupid and stuff. Yes, that's me. I don't think... I, I'm representing so many people outside here. Yeah, I would understand. But let me ask uh, Vicky. Mm -hmm. 
how did you know you were in a toxic relationship? How did I know? I realized like a month into it, but I think my realization was now when you see that sixth instinct of a woman, that sixth sense please, is like before you continue, please, uh-huh. please ensure you tell our listeners it is not this relationship. It is not so this that, one. So the Shanghai, you had a magical Valentine's and Sh- then new new year new new man. Yes, new year new man. It wasn't. It, it, it's it's not actually recent. Yes, like four years ago. I had, there's a woman always knows. I think that that best explains and also it's a good sign for men. So it was like those gut feelings like eh but one one plus one is not adding up to two. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had like enough evidence uh, to call him out. And at the same time myself i'm dealing with self-esteem issues you know like I, i'm yet to build my confidence to the level where i can just call you out on your bs and walk out you know as much as like on the outs on the outside i like i look like i'm that person but when it comes to my emotions i'm usually okay i'm gonna give you a chance this time and then wait and see until when i'm like ah but it, like it started with tiny things like okay why are you paying for this and you got money you know, last mm-hmm. week, or where's your money, or why are you talking to whoever, whoever, why am I seeing or hearing of new girls, and why are your friends warning me of? Oh, they warned you? Yeah, it's like, and now they didn't know I was the girlfriend, so they would just come and talk to me, and we'd laugh about it, and I'm just like, what do you mean they didn't know you were the girlfriend? It was not in the open. Oh, it was a secret relationship? It was a secret, either. It was, a, it was those relationships where none of you Personally, I was proud to say he was my boyfriend, but he wasn't. You get oh, now that's a red flag. Oh, you guys didn't sit down to like DTR, define the relationship. Now that's the thing. So maybe two nilians are took to a babe one morning. Na mean come okay. one fine morning. One, yeah, one, like, one babe, it is fine rainy morning. I was <laughs> like, hey babe, Nico, uh, babe. We shall ask no further questions. And it's very important for everyone out there just define your relationship. Yeah, so that you don't expect much. But even the lanza. And then now he would like you're receiving benefits of being a girlfriend, but apparently you're not the only one. Oh, it's a whole rally. It's a whole bandwagon. And then he wasn't he hadn't come out in yeah, his sexuality. Uh, uh-huh. So, you're dealing with a person dealing with his own sexuality to begin with. Like, okay, I'm not quite sure whether I'm straight fully, or I'm bisexual, or I'm queer, or I'm pansexual. So, there's that as well. So, as much as he's dealing with me and other girls, he's also dealing with men. So, there was, there was also that. Alafu ni ule rafiki tu mmoja unasikia akitajwa tajwa na akimtumia pesa. Women. Get it from me. So, so this guy, he was sending money to No, he was being sent for money. Oh. And then his schoolmates, his housemate was also his high schoolmate. So his high schoolmate was my friend. That's how we met. It's like eh na nani ameanza kutumia pesa na flani flani. He was like flani flani ni nani? Alikuwa classmate yetu na alikuwa namkatia tukiwa high school. It's like okay. Right. So yeah, but now I was just constantly accumulating evidence. But I think my breaking point when now he became sexually abusive to me and things happened. 
and people don't know that even when in a relationship you need to have consent yeah to be yeah. sexually intimate with your partner it's not automatic because there are days where as a woman as in to me personally me me choker and I get my points and then as a man there are days where I'm not even in the mental capacity even to look at you and be horny mm-hmm. so there was that but now it was in my instance like I was sick I wasn't doing well and I was asleep I don't know how I fell asleep but I slept but the next thing I know there's someone on top of me in my head I'm like you you don't you don't do that so now that to me was like my breaking 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 point eh yeah. but mainly mwachio siku and then it's like no you can't leave me you see so there's also that thing of nimekukosea and i'm sorry but there isn't remorse of the action that was done so they so they just entitled like, yeah. like where do you think you're going or who do you think will take you up already messed up you know how virginity is you know yeah. is treasured quote and quote in the african society is like okay i've already messed up with you physically and also psychologically so who do you think is going to take you up or where do you think you're going do you think you'll even overcome this because for a person to take two years or three years actually three years to come and tell you know he's sorry with remorse that is absurd who knew exactly what he was doing so yeah me person for me the episode was like now sexual abuse and i was like and oh, no, my nigga i'm done how long were you in this relationship six weeks at that point because we had started dating officially in november and the abuse happened december 11th so yeah six weeks wow it wasn't even at a long period Mm-mm. it wasn't it wasn't it was such a short period of time and a lot of things happened happened within that short period of time so let me ask why you because you mentioned red flags and mm. things that you could see so what made you stay for the six weeks the th- i think the thing with me is when i want to confront someone i want to confront you with evidence so it's like uh-huh. so i'm here sitting around waiting to see to you're just chill. yes that i am I'm, actually that is what i was doing honestly that is what i was doing the whole thing i was just that are collecting and not to sound like a crazy person also asking his friends like to stalk him and stuff it's just like okay munenda nanani tell me when you get that because he's not going to be honest with me so it's like okay so you did that on this particular day so that even when i come to you you have facts. i have everything you cannot tell me otherwise so i stayed within but it didn't start acting up till like the third week of the relationship so like those three weeks before December the 11th now really really like spoke outrageously so yeah it was basically that a collection and actually I did it for a long time until the breakup wasn't funny it was so he's was over here he is entitled thinking where you where are you going mm. so how did you manage to leave the situation so what happened was even after December 11th happened See alikata ni mwache. Was like, "Oh, sawa." So me personally I hatched a plan. Was like, "Okay, we are going to take revenge and I'll make sure you never forget February the 14th." So between cuz he left Nairobi, so I didn't see him till like January when schools reopened. So be, like that period between January and 14th now was was now was actualizing my plan so with the help of his friend, which is weird. But yeah, so how I left, I just told him. Another thing is, I went and made my hair, I made my nails, and I bought a very cute dress. 
despite being in depression because once you're raped you you're never the same and yeah. that's something that people need to know it doesn't matter whether it was your father your brother or it's just someone who has infringed your privacy and it's different because this sex sex is deep sex is so much deeper than we want it to look like so when someone rapes you 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 are not the same person so i'm here dealing with depression because i didn't tell anyone for like two years and now i also have to deal with this man and let him know by the way what you did to me wasn't right i i don't have even i can't even report you because i showered after what people don't know is once you're raped you feel so dirty and it never leaves you so even you take longer than you should or you were sharing with the hope that hey you'll clean but it doesn't so I hatched a plan. So from when he came back till like the 14th. So once like on the 14th, I dressed up, well, went and told him, okay, so you are lying to me on this particular day. You are here on this particular day. You're talking to one, two, three, four, five, six people. You're also talking with another man behind my back. I actually don't even know whether I'm the main chick or the side chick. And you're here trying to control me. So it was like a whole confrontation. Another thing with men, I think once facts are given he went silent the whole time so this isn't even an agree or a disagree it's not like i wanted it already made up my mind anyway but he just didn't do anything he was just quiet the whole time but now he became now physically violent because he now locked me in the house it's like you're not leaving and then i was just like me utaniyekaapa so it became very physical it's like i'm i don't want to hit you but you know you're forcing me to hit you so it took a couple of wow. slaps. Nchapa mara tatu akaregain consciousness kambe fungo. And I walked out and that is the last day I've ever seen him in my life and I don't ever want to see him again. So now I have a PTSD of people of that particular tribe and region like I cannot date anyone from them. And neither can we be friends. Like not in an offensive way but already my mind yeah you you have some my perpetrator eh, my yeah. perpetrator was my boyfriend to begin with and he was from there you think now you think you who i don't know i'll trust you yeah it doesn't work like that so I, now i have PTSD of that and people who look at a, a particular type of way to say the least yeah but you you overcome it with time you overcome it once you start being open and you start talking about it more you get you get better. And the thing is, being a sexual or a rape victim, I don't identify as a rape victim. It's just like, I'm not a victim. You're not, you're not, well, because when it gives perpetrators, we give perpetrators so much power that now it becomes a thing for them. It's like, you might have messed with me once, but you're not going to mess with me the rest of my life. Mm. But that also means you, you also have to accept that you've gone through things and be ready to ask for help. And also what I have done with people who've been, who have tried to woo me into relationships and be open about it and say, I have been sexually assaulted yeah, before. Yeah, this is where I'm coming from. This is where I'm coming from. And if you cannot handle me from that capacity, then we cannot talk. That sometimes means we might be sexually intimate and I just tell you, stop. It doesn't matter how far you think you're gone or I'm gone. Well, just, when I just say, just, achana tuna mimi. So being very open, and also being able to identify that those are my triggers, because you know you don't know, and then avoiding particular things. So I would, I'm avoiding particular cuisines as well, because that's where he's from. But now on the flip side is, you can even get attracted to those type of people. 
Not everyone's yeah. mental state is the same. But now for me, it was a big repellent. Not for others, it would be, oh no, I'm attracted to that type of person. But yeah, I'm over it. It happened five years ago. So you get over it, you become, you become happy. Where would you, you say you are now? How are you doing now? I'm very happy. I am very, very happy. But it took me four years to get to a me- to get to mental to a mental stability where it doesn't matter what a man does to me but you would like you're not identifying my emotional state what was the process like of these four years did you go to therapy what was the process i did not i did not go to therapy because going to therapy means you have to ask your parent for money and how do you start explaining to an African mom? Uh, I'm going to therapy. Mental therapy. therapy physical therapy. Are you hurt? Are your bones okay? Because that's what they know. So no, I didn't tell. Something I told. I think I first told my sister two years later. So when I think I told her two years later, she was the first person I told. With you all know Halima. Okay? Yeah. Halima is my yeah. best friend. Yeah. Uh, I told Halima my sister and another best friend of mine two years later that's when i told them so this means these two years before it's six months of fast very very bad depression where i couldn't sleep in a bed because it happened Kwakitanda, where like things that just moved me back to that day i wouldn't do them i wouldn't be with a man in an in any enclosed environment at any particular point it doesn't matter if you're my friend if you're my i just don't want to be with you and now also not dating at all so it was six months of depression and then now six months of like okay you need to you need to dust yourself girl but it it takes a while i'm still also in that process because you never really heal 100 percent, but you can heal to a particular level so yeah but it's it's been four years you you get to do things that you love as well like also now have good friendships understand and value now genuine friendships from both sexes and also know that not all men are bad they're always there's always some good in bad either like they always go together but now don't also be in a hurry of okay when i did this person i did the other person so don't person for me is like i i, I went from i'm not dating anyone i'm going to deal with myself and this but my wake up call was my actually my school grades. It's like, hey GP, I'm going to shoot a man. I was like, hey girl, <laughs> what's your gene? So I just it was it was a rude awakening. But I can't say that I woke up and oh yeah, I'm better now. Cause there are days where it was a process. Yeah, cause yeah. there are days where the anxiety will creep. You know, you you deal with it slowly. It's a step at a time. But what I'd say that get friends as much as you might not verbally say what you're going through. Your, the friends you have will determine how also your mental state would be. Also, like people who you enjoy your time with, spend time with those people. And then when you go back home, you will remember that time for a while, but it will st- slowly start to fade. L- let me ask, uh, you said uh, after that affair you took a break. Mm. Uh, because at times many people don't take a break. and. There's a possibility they jump into another yes. similar uh, affair. Mm-hmm. So, what was like for you during this period? What What was happening that you think was a game changer during this period that you were single and spending time with friends? I just I understood who I was and the power that I have 
and how how much you you can talk to yourself and how much it can affect you so that 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 was it for me like this is like I'm, I'm 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 not it wasn't my fault also if you're a victim of rape you also see like oh ilikuwa makosa yangu or singeenda hiyo siku you know yeah. probably we hadn't gone that day but you didn't know it was it, it was going to happen so first of all it's like i did not victim blame myself it's like it was entirely your fault you are you are the only person who had a role to play because personally i think i was drugged because i don't i don't see yeah, how yeah that's what i wanted to ask because yeah, i don't find see, yourself asleep because i don't see how you i you can fall asleep that deeply and not even here when you've been stripped you get my point yeah because i need drink before all this happened and me getting mm. drowsy so it's like ah na na you you dragged me and i don't know if ah, i didn't even bother to ask um so stop don't victim blame it it is never how you dressed or how you looked that day it it is never it is never that it was always that other person's the perpetrator's intentions so i i stopped victim blaming myself again i surrounded myself with good people and then i i became unapologetically myself meaning i would say what's on my mind i would say what i like and what i don't like and if you're not comfortable with it baby go go it is not still as much to accommodate here in some things especially things that are negotiable for me these things like if you joke about rape my friend we cannot be friends it doesn't matter if you joke about rape or any sort of abuse that will not run so see the door and as much as don't be see the door by a talk when they for me it's just like no you're not the type of person i want to hang around it because it means you're demoralizing someone who's probably going through that and wants to talk about it now but they won't come out now. So yeah, it was reading, it was also the, like it was such an uh, an awakening, but at the same time I also immersed myself in a lot of work. I was like, okay, if you want to do this, I'll help you. If you want to go here, I'll go here. And biggest credit of all, God. Mm. I'm not even lying. Cuz for years not talking about it, the only person who knew what I was going through was myself, the perpetrator and God. So it's like hey Mungu sasa ABCD has happened and I don't know what else to do and how I, my family is a very Christian family so my runaway was now God. It was you cry you cry it was like hey she's too deep in going go hey mashida zangu man na joni Mungu but mashida zangu so I think spirituality also helped that's why I, I don't joke around with spirituality I'm not talking about religion but spirituality and the acknowledgement hey, there was an upper hand that had uh, a role a, a role in getting mm-hmm. you out of, of the yeah. of the of the of the situation of the situation mm-hmm. that that you needed to get out of yes so that was very unfortunate i'm happy mm. first of all i'm happy that you're in a better place yes but whatever you went through you didn't deserve and no, i hope that if anyone is listening to us and in the, they're in the same situation or in a toxic situation they understand that it's not your fault mm. that you're being abused in any way either physically or emotionally yeah yeah but thank you so much for sharing